Y'all, thank you for joining us once again here on the mix table. It is a fabulous 420, and we're sitting down with Trilly. Tyrone, True. how are you feeling today? Um, I'm feeling pretty great right now. This is what it's like when I'm about to break it down. It's like we on the skate because I stay on the grind. It's like I have me a watch because I'm ahead of my time. I'm too early, and I like my girls curvy. Pull up and try to serve me It's like I'm getting pizza delivered Cause I'm about to incisor I'm about to show these boys that I'm really going to wizard I'm like a Harry Potter character I'm about to aim it at you That's just my character It's like it's fresh off the page It's going through me like I'm going through the stages Turning the pages I'm about to pass it Looking at y'all who wanna hop on here and gas it here we go, you know I brought the flow oh. It's young Seppy baby, yeah you know I get the dough Ooh, hey, no. I'm in the car, huh? I'm going really fast uh -huh. I'm going hard, huh? you know I get the cash hey. We're sitting here, we're getting really weird uh. We go around the world all year, hear some cheer Hey, hey. old on, you know I had to go and do it uh. Now you resign, you know I know I'm going through it uh. We're going in, you know I think I'm gonna pass it You wanna rock it, you know we gotta go and get it uh. Uh. You know I got a rocket, uh, just like the rocket that I'm keeping in my pocket. Got woo. no money in my pocket, fuck it, might steal your wallet. Uh, uh, I might come up and get bitch for the nonsense, hey. and I'm on it, bit. Uh, this the concrete fucking hey. graduation. I'ma fucking kill this shit, hey. like I murdered it. Hey. Let's bring it back, though. Hey. Young nigga, and you know that I'm riding back like a Cadillac, though. Uh, uh, coming in with the really fast flow, but it's real slow. And I move it up, and I move it up, and I'm going up. Trill, whoa, hey. uh, two trill, whoa, hey. two trill. For the flow, they try uh, to stole my flow. My flow is something they can't stole. I don't know, huh? Man, this shit hot like stove. Man, this shit hot like, huh? man, you can't hide me like cold. Man, I be up in this bitch, uh, tight lit like bold. Cause a nigga might curse, and I'm cursing cold. Hey, know what it is. We finna come on here and doing it big. Uh, I hop on this thing, you know what I mean. I'm sitting here with trail like I'm an underground king. That's no pimp C or Bun B, but I come in this thing, it's just upon me, uh, I keep it going, I keep this thing flowing, I'm about to give these boys here another showing, uh, off the mic, you know we had to line it line up, it. Hey. we had to go, you know we had to get the bucks, uh. we run it up, uh. oh, damn, the beat switched on me, you know I hey. got lost, we hey. bring it back, uh, we know we gotta go and bring it back uh, You know I got the shit, I found that shit inside my sack It's woo. on my back, you know I gotta get the bag I wrap it up, I'm looking at you like your dad I'm disappointed, I'm double jointed uh, I'm going in, this shit's crazy, it's disjointed oh. I'm going to pass it again, go around it I think I fucking found it flowing sicker than a fountain uh. Go around it Whoa, whoa, you can't be in my circle like an oval Niggas hey. be trying to hop in the motherfucking stool And the motherfucking flow and the motherfucking move with nothing to say Man, you shit is pooping, shit is, whoa, shit is pooping, shit is, uh Nigga, I'm fine, I'm too, uh, nigga, I'm time to a business uh. Nigga, you looking for the motherfucking, uh, nigga, hey. you looking for the motherfucking business Then you gotta get the motherfucking work Nigga, I'm coming in with the motherfucking different flow, okay Uh Go and hit a different flow But let's go ahead and start this episode I hope everybody got their rapping fix So go ahead and let's cook it up in the mix Woo! That's the only beat we doing? There's, there's more to come okay, all right, More all right, to all come, right. ladies and gentlemen So, how is it going, everyone? Welcome here to the mix table I'm your host, Tyrone Chivers Here are my co-hosts My best friend, my producer, Mr. Young Seppi himself. What's up, what's up? Thank you to all the beautiful people out there tuning in every single episode. True. I have said this every time and I've never lied. True. We got a good one for you today. You heard it, and that's right, right here and also by my side. We have our guest here today, my special guest. That's all our guests here are special. The one and only, the artist known as Mr. Trill. Trilly, with an explanation point. Don't, Don't forget, forget it, it bitch. Trill, how you doing, man? I'm doing good today, bro. It's 420, you know what I'm saying? I ain't too high, but I'm the good amount of high, you know what I'm saying? Just I'm, enough I'm, I'm to good. get by, you know? Yeah, yeah. Just enough to get by. That's what's up, man. Well, ain't over. You know well, I'm, I'm glad. I love that good energy start. I think you're our first guest this season to 
freestyle with us. At least out the gate. Yeah, 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 yes, yes. Hey, something. don't be afraid of a more bass heavy beat next time. You know what I'm saying? Like some trap shit. I, oh, you know, I, you know, I, we I just throw, gotta of course, on them started, You know, we just yeah. have to get the vibes yeah, going, you know, get everybody all loose. You know, it's like the first drink of the night, you know. Yeah. You just gotta Loosey get goosey. get warm. But uh, you know, Trill, like I said, I've given you a little bit of uh, my own introduction, but for the people here who don't know you, tell them who you are and what it is that you do. Listen, man, my name is Trilly with an exclamation point. I make music. I'm really just a creative in Atlanta, but my music is number one. I'm a rapper. I rap, but I also like to curate events. Um, I have a brand with my brother, Trill Lifestyle. Yeah, we curate events. We got hats. We trying to move into other stuff in the future, but we got to master what we focusing on right now. So, Love it. Love it. Well, Trill, like I said, I'm, I'm glad you're here, but I wanted you here for... A multitude of reasons. Uh, one, just because I've been just I've just seen you around so much. I've been seeing the work you've been putting in, whether it be being at the shows, whether it be the marketing, whether it be where you, you're at, whatever you feel like you need to be at, you're doing it. So I've always just kind of admired the grind. Obviously, you I've right heard you collaborate with a lot of our friends of the show, Jelani Imani, Ahmad Anonymous, whoever, you know, the, the names go on. Um, and also, more importantly, I just wanted to know a little bit about about you why it is you do what you do and you know what you hope to do with it so you know hopefully throughout this whole conversation here we can we can get to that but firstly i just want to start with the more recent things get those out of the way early Mm -hmm. drewski yeah (laughs) you were you somehow made it to the the could have been records uh almost got signed man recordings almost got signed starving artist shit this close this (laughs) could have been man could have been obviously you know we see the the fun the jokes all that side of it but i'm honestly really interested what what is the production like go first of all walk me through the day what is it like when you come up and all of that is happening okay so i'm being 100 honest that day was such a bust for me Mm. because i was supposed to I, i was supposed to do two things that day i was doing planning um and i think like the person i was supposed to be planning with i was also supposed to be editing like a video or some shit it was something like that but i was supposed to link with them on the east side do that and then come back to the west side to link with um lex from atlanta and that shit didn't happen because when i pulled up to the east side literally seen the drooky shit as soon as i pulled up my boy Sawyer george she was like oh we gotta go like i was questioning because i brought it to their attention i was like damn i wanted to go but we got shit to do Like I have shit to do today You know what I'm saying Ooh. But It kind of made sense Because Ahmad Fucks with um, He introduced me To a Drewski manager um, Johnny Shipes and shit He cool as fuck They fuck with each other So um, Yeah It just made sense to go We fucking went That shit was so long It was annoying there was so many different processes to get to the part that made it to the actual show because there was a bunch of people there. So, like, first of all, you had to find a way to get in, not on some sneaking in shit because it wasn't happening. It was in Smyrna. But you had to find who to talk to to, like, showcase something, and then they'll let you in if they fucking with it. Yeah. Whatever, whatever. Um, I definitely don't think they let everybody that was standing outside in. But I found out who to talk to, rap to the nigga. He was like, all right, come on. And then it was like two more rounds to get to like well it was one more round of like auditions. My shit wasn't on camera. It was some people's shit on camera, but then they took people from that round and they narrowed it down even more mm-hmm. to the people that were actually gonna be on the shit. So everybody who was in the last round, not even everybody in the last round made it to the show, but a lot of people in the last round made it to the show. If not everybody. I think just a lot of people. Wow. So what was the what was the vibe like? What were like? I mean, because on my end, it kind of on the on the consumer end of it, it's like it just seems like it's it's it seems exhausting to just be around all of those personalities, all of these people trying to stand out. Like it, it just seems like it would be a lot on you. So what would you say the vibe was like there? It was just funny. Like we <laughs> pulled up on some real joke shit. Like. Sawyer, he was going at like he was uh, Jack Harlow, but it might be a lot of Jack Harlow lookalikes already, so that shit didn't work. But, bro, it was just funny. Like, almost everybody I was interacting with was just making me laugh. I was like, y'all niggas really hilarious. 
and I wasn't gonna really rap. I was gonna be on some like trolling shit, you know, try to be funny, make the shit. But then after I made it past the first round, or even before the first round started, um, Trusky manager was like, "Yeah, like if y'all got down, do do good or whatever, cause some of y'all like y'all are really talented, but blah, like if y'all do really good." Y'all might get the opportunity to come on this 36 on the tour. Yeah. Whatever, whatever. And I thought I thought that shit was like a joke at first. And I was like, oh, I could possibly go on tour. I'm finna wrap my ass off. Like when he said, um, y'all are really talented. Like, it was obvious some people was in there because they was like, it was funny. But some some people was really talented. Mm-hmm. Like but it was just the overall It was a funny ass environment I was trying to connect With as many people as possible Because I knew It wasn't no telling Who was going to make it On the show Or just make it in life period So I'm Back I'm got down In the back or whatever We couldn't really be On our phones for real So I'm just trying to Get get everybody to Get my Instagram type shit mm-hmm. like just Get my Instagram We'll keep up with each other After this shit And Yeah I networked With a lot of A lot of people It was, it was a cool experience But it made me mad Because we stayed there longer than I expected, like way longer because I had made it to the last round. Mm-hmm. But then it was like, I don't want to just leave because I ain't come here and goddamn sit here right. for hours for no fucking reason. By this time, it's like eight, nine o'clock. I'm, I'm like, damn, I, I really had some shit to do today. <laughs> and I came in here from like three and didn't leave till like maybe nine, ten. Like, wow. But they fed us. That was cool. You know what I'm saying? Appreciate that. <laughs> So then, seeing story. the seeing the final product, seeing the reactions, and all of that, like now, how how does how do you feel now? I don't even think about that shit, bro. <laughs> like that shit, it. I felt like at the time, it would have possibly been a highlight as I was going through the process. But then when I made it to the last round, and this nigga Drewski cut me off on the first bar, I was, I ain't gonna say I was mad. Cause I, I wasn't really mad. I was kind of salty though. I was like, I think I just waited this entire time, <laughs> nigga. I knew he was gonna joke, but like, at least let me get through the shit. Yeah, and but I wasn't gonna stop because I was on some starving artist shit, bro. Like, that's really my whole aesthetic. Like, I just be it, whatever I have to do, bro. I'm doing it. Almost not not <laughs> as long as it comes to like you know networking and rapping. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm willing to do anything to network and rap mm-hmm. in, within that realm, but not like not sacrificing my integrity just to get somewhere in my career, though. That's not. I'm glad to hear that level of self-awareness Because looking at it Looking at the product I can't tell Like who knows and who doesn't know Like because some of the people Like legitimately look hurt They legitimately look like No no people was hurt I remember bro The the last round I was supposed to go early I was supposed to go in earlier than I did But I was one of the last people to go in The room where Drewski was actually at So everybody was just talking outside They were like yeah, he's starting to just boot niggas. That that's really why I walked in so goofy like that instead of just being on some serious shit. Cause it was like everybody that come up, he just tell them to get the fuck. Like as soon as they walk up, open their mouth, leave. Like <laughs> so, me hearing word and like just keep hearing it, keep hearing it. I'm like, oh, I'm I can't go like that. Like I'm not going like that. <laughs> but people were coming out like they they went in so enthusiastic. They came out like kind of. In a shell, I, I asked a few of them like, "How'd it go? Like, what happened?" And he was like, "He cut me off." Or, or they'd be like, "He said I was trash." <laughs> or like, I don't know. Like they was, they would have said that he he insulted they yeah. even though we know what the fuck we here for. Or at least I would think, I would hope they know. Yeah, it just it did kind of hit different in the moment because it's like they did give us like. It's hope It's like mm. <laughs> Shining light In the distance You know what I'm saying But They made the distance Really Back here yeah. It made it seem like It was up here But it was really back there uh. I don't know It was cool though huh. It was an experience Well I'm glad you got To experience that Cause it yeah. seemed It seemed interesting When I was seeing the You know What all it was taking To go through it And you know When I saw somebody I knew on there Well I had a feeling When they were coming To Atlanta I was like I'm gonna see somebody I know on here And I Then I remember You posted When you were there Like in the waiting room My views went up When I did And I was like Oh shit I was like What are the odds You know And so when the Atlanta one dropped 
And I saw you. I was like, oh shit, look at that. Chill. That's crazy. And then like That's I said, my city, and then I was and then the, the 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 wrestling of it kicked in. I was like, wait, did he actually like just tell him to just get the fuck out? I'm like, yeah, God he really damn. did. Like he really did. Jeez, but that shit was hilarious. That's I the joke, know. I guess. But I get. <laughs> and somebody was like, uh, the industry to real rappers. <laughs> basically, basically. Well. So that's 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 been one of the big things I've seen on the front end. But like I said, I've been really interested in how you've just gotten to to where you are now. So now I want to go back to the beginning of everything. So mm-hmm. now let's start. Where are you from? Well, we spoke um, about this off mark, but where are you from? Uh, I was born at Northside Hospital. So Same. I'm, I'm from Atlanta. Look at that. Um, you Grady babies, overrated. Uh, yeah, bro. Like you don't got to be from Grady to be from the city. Exactly. Like, I'm from the city, mm-hmm. but yeah, I, I grew up in Smyrna. But I also grew up in like West Fulton County type shit. Okay. Or South Fulton. When did music enter your life for the first time? Um, music was always in my life because my dad did music, and my 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 parents are just my mom, and my dad are both really avid music listeners. Like my mom, she listened to nothing but gospel twenty four seven, much as she can. My dad, he used to listen to a lot of hip hop. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. When did you first start getting into music? I'd say maybe when I was like four or five, there would be CDs that my dad would have, and I used to uh, I used to take the radio that we had and put it in my room at night, have on some headphones like this, go to sleep listening to like albums and shit, like Busta Rhymes, Common, Eric Badu, and then just like kind of progress from there. Foxy Brown, mm-hmm. Biggie, Tupac. What was it about hip hop that like just attracted you? The grittiness of it and. The explicitness Cause you know As a kid That shit's so taboo When you get a peek of it You like You're not really allowed To dive into yeah. it In front of people mm-hmm. So it kinda make you Wanna dive into it more So I just really Became a student of hip hop Like I used to watch Fucking um I don't even know How to explain these channels bro Because I don't know What this cable was That we had When I was younger But there would be like Certain music channels If I press like Some two digit number it's a, a hip hop, like an old school hip hop channel, but on the TV type shit. And I just listen to that, like, for a long time type shit. When I get home from school, just turn that shit on. I'm like, they would have facts pop up at the bottom about, like, these old school artists and shit. So I just learned. I did a lot of learning. Started conversing with my dad more about it. He was teaching me uh, more stuff. Yeah, just doing my homework. I'm a real student of hip hop. Mm. And then I had to grow the love. What it is now mm-hmm. Type shit Or mm-hmm. what it grew into After After the 90s Yeah Early 2000s Type shit So you were very much Inspired by like The The The, the root of it all Like literally like 90s 80s Rap Like the real The golden 70s, era As they 70s, say 70s 80s mm-hmm. I literally started I maybe Got a, Like I wouldn't say I started In the 90s like, I probably started somewhere in the 80s when I really went on my own. Like, I used to listen to a lot of Beastie Boys, um, Chris Cross, this dude named Special Ed. Like, I just used to listen to a lot of old school shit. Maybe just, like, one song, too. Like, that song, uh, I like it. But, like, I learned that whole song. Like, so it just be certain shit I just listen to, listen to, learn, learn how to craft verses, learn how to craft choruses. You know, my dad teaching me how to write bars and shit. Mm-hmm. Like actual like line One line is a bar This line is a bar To where now I don't even really know How to count bars For real for real I just know I just know what's a verse Like literally Like the back of my hand Yeah just what just sounds right Exactly I know exactly where to start Stop all that mm-hmm. So what was the thing That wanted What was the thing that Made you personally Start making music What was the first thing You started doing In making music Um I'm talking about the very, very first thing. Mm-hmm. Like I said, when I was like four or five, my dad, he had me uh, do like background vocals on his shit sometimes. Or one time he had he had just let me record a whole song. Like the whole song was me just rapping about how, mu- how much I love my dad. I wasn't even rapping. I was just saying, I just said the same thing like a thousand times. But that was the song. That was my very first song. And then when I turned 10, I started getting more heavy into like producing my own shit. Playing around with the keyboard, learning how to like fuck with loops and shit on GarageBand, and um, but I would never be satisfied with how my shit would really come out sounding. So I take like small hiatus breaks. That was still when I was playing sports and shit. So if I wasn't rapping, making like one or two songs for like a week, two weeks, 
then I'd be on the court like every day in the summer or some shit. Like I'd be summer camps really don't on some sports shit though. Yes, we so you said sports thing. We were talking a little bit before we started recording that you you essentially had hoop dreams at, at one point. Like you were right. you were the athlete kid. What 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 caused that change? Like what well I know we spoke about, it, but what exactly made you say like all right, maybe I need to like focus more on the music. What what right, led right. you to that? I ain't even gonna cap, bro. Like my dreams wasn't even just hoop dreams. It was like I wanted to be the first person, no cap. Like I want to be the first person to be in the NBA, the NFL, be a rapper, be like I don't know, maybe real early on, maybe I, I would say like a doctor or something. I don't know. Like I just wanted to be a variety of different things. I never wanted to really be one thing. And then um, I started getting in trouble for, like, weed and girls and shit in school, getting suspended in, like, the sixth grade. My mom had pulled me out of, uh, she pulled me off the basketball team. And that shit just fucked my momentum and my motivation up because everybody else, they working in their off-seasons type shit. So by the time the next year, you damn near, that's the time you cannot miss a year. Because mm-hmm. that's when folks are developing their bodies and shit. Like, they getting bigger, stronger, like. I'm goddamn, my mom won't even let me go outside because I'm in trouble type shit. I remember so. my sports dreams ended the summer after, <clears throat> or right after the summer of fifth grade. Because I came back to school and everybody was like six inches taller you than I was. I was like, like, well, all right, let me find something else to do. Faster, stronger. Like you see them personally working with the coach yeah. every day in the summer. You're like, I'm like, damn. I want my summer to play video games sometimes and like just touch grass outside. I don't want somebody always screaming at me to be like running and doing shit. And it's hot in the summer too. Like I just I don't want to be out here right now. Yeah, I ain't okay. I was real active though. Like growing up, like I was just real active. Always wanted to be outside because I watch shows like Codename Kids Next Door. So I wanted to be an independent kid. Mm-hmm. Like since a kid, I wanted to goddamn have my own shit. Like just branch away from my folks, mm-hmm. but. When I started doing music, I viewed that as, like, the only way I could make that happen sooner than fucking 30 or some shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, it'd be hard for people at late ages to branch away from their parents. Not saying I think everybody should have to, but it's almost, like, expected in certain households. You know what I'm saying? That you break away at 18. So, Mm -hmm. with that expectation, I'm like... Oh shit then I gotta do something Before 18 Cause I'm not going to college Like mm-hmm. I'm finna goddamn Rap I was watching A lot of videos That inspired me To get better at rapping And realize What type of artist I wanted to be Like When ASAP Rocky Was on tour With Danny Brown And Schoolboy Q That's like a, Like them vlogs Are what inspired me To really be like I want this lifestyle No matter what Comes with this shit Like Seeing them do press runs Like Niggas be tired and all this. I'm looking at this shit like I want all of this. Like mm. I want it all. What about it seems so intriguing? Mm, it don't feel like work. Like this right now, it don't feel like work. Like this is just cool to me. I am very inspired by other people, so I want to inspire people the same way. Like whatever knowledge I have as a young nigga, whatever. Like I want to put older and younger people on, even people around my age, whatever. Just like I want to tell people how I. How I got to where I got Even though it's not the end goal or the end, And I haven't even done that much In the grand scheme But like This is the beginning And I'm, I've done some shit right Cause I can get in certain doors That some people just can't Like mm. And niggas know I rap <laughs> So I, I just have to put out the music mm. Speaking of getting in the doors We were talking about like You know You You somehow I, I have another friend Tyler T.XLR on Instagram He you guys have this innate ability to just get backstage. I know him. I bet. I bet you do. I know him. I bet you do. You <laughs> guys both have this innate ability to just get backstage to everything. Definitely seen him back there a couple times. Oh God. And I, you run into him like in the most random. Like he's everywhere but nowhere, and he's an enigma. Yeah, but it's definitely a community of people like that, and <laughs> I'm definitely tapped in with them. Like because before COVID. Bro, the events was going so crazy. Literally, there was something to do every day, damn near, bro. Like, RIP those pre COVID days. I ran into him in the woods one time. (laughs) 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 Nah, but for real, bro. Like, bro, niggas niggas was like, and don't get me wrong, I was inspired by old shit, but I also later on got, like, maybe when I was like 14, I got inspired by Cardi and like Uzi and them, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So it was like, I'm looking at their lifestyles. 
or how it's being portrayed on social media. You know what I'm saying? Like just being a studio junkie, never leaving that bitch, always like making content or you know, always doing something. Like I heard Wayne say one thing. Like he he lives by the three S's. He said studio set. What the fuck was that last one? <laughs> he said studio st- set and stage. So when he said that, I was like, that makes more sense because you see so much content of these people on social media. But it's because they're literally always doing some shit. They might mm-hmm. not even care about capturing it no more. They, they do so much that it's like no matter what they do, people are going to see this shit. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So it's a different type of work ethic. Like I also look up to um like Jib. I feel like he started like a whole wave. And I've seen his work ethic for a while, bro. That shit is amazing. Mm-hmm. This is all very fascinating to me because typically the story is people want these things and they think they're like you say it doesn't look like work to them and they jump in and they realize all of the work that comes with it and like, they want all the stuff and then they're surprised with the work yeah it sounds like, like you want the work yes i'm looking i'm like where is it <laughs> where Interesting. Is shit at? like yes i want all of that shit and i'm not the type to sit and wait for it so i try my best to like make my own opportunities and when i first started getting my feet wet and networking for real for real when I moved back to Atlanta when I was 16, I got down, put myself in every room I wanted to by like sheer will. Standing outside these places, going dumb early. I was I was a kid, so like I feel like I had more energy back then to get up stupid early and fucking like go somewhere. But now if I know an event start at eight, I might push up at nine, <laughs> nine thirty. Back then I'd be there at like what? Doors open at eight, I'm there at five. <laughs> I'm trying to see these folks come off their tour bus and start like load shit in. I'm trying to see people outside of whatever concert I just seen on Instagram. So I will also just like make sure I talk to people. All these people I'm seeing outside, whether I think they look like somebody or not, I'm just, what's up? Like, this is who I am. This is what I'm, I came here to do. Can you fuck with me? They either gonna fuck with it or they not gonna fuck with it. I've gotten dubbed a lot of times, but I never, I never lost my will to really like push through the shit in the moment. And that alone has got me very far. Like even when I don't feel like going places, sometimes I'd be like, this shit won't even benefit me if I go. But there have been times where I thought that and then I fuck around and just go for whatever reason. And not to say my life changed after I left, but it's like, okay, it did actually make sense for me to go because now shit gonna be different the next time I'm in a similar room you know what I'm saying mm. and I see that a lot that like whatever it is that you're trying to do like showing up every time is like 90% of the battle like if you're yeah. just always around and people don't hate you like shit goes well yeah just if every- and if you keep working I yeah. got that advice from Kenny Mason mm. literally I asked him like uh, like right before hit drop I asked him I was like bro how are you not putting out like hella music and shit and you're not like super big he probably had like 3k followers but you popping out on these big stages and like you doing big shit but niggas with the same amount of followers you probably cannot get these opportunities and he just really said that shit and he was like shit if you just keep working keep uh networking he painted a scenario for me i wish i remembered it verbatim like if you meet a certain amount of people in a certain amount of time and then multiply that over a certain amount of time and you're gonna have met this many people and network with them whole time if you working on your own they gonna see this shit so it's like i've just tried to hold that shit close yeah i've learned 80 percent of success is just showing up and like my circle has doing between making this show and um i live in portugal and have started uh like a cultural association over there and between doing these two things like just like giving people an excuse to work with you creating a platform for other people my circle of people that do music has expanded so much yeah. versus just sitting and working on my own like going to meet people they introduce you to other people I'm telling who, you and then you're like oh you know them and them you must be good people and then they that's underrated you. bro people underestimate the fuck out of that shit like and it got to the point when i was young i used to want to motivate everybody like everybody that said they fuck me i'm like oh i fuck with you too like you could do this shit too but i i'm not gonna say everybody can't do it but now that i'm older i do see not everybody really has the actual want or will to really like do some shit like that because it takes a lot very draining like when you meet weird people like 
build relationships for people to tear them down and like shit like that it make you not even want to meet new people and be like you know what for like all this same thing just gonna happen but i just want to tell people like shit bro you ain't never gonna know till you know like even if you think you don't know and it's weird i had like you're saying like you wanted to convince everybody like yo you could do this shit too i had imposter syndrome for a very long time because of that i was like literally everything i do i was just something i learned how to do like anybody could do this shit and i was trying to get in people's ear i've always been looking for like people to just do things with yeah anything it's just like come on man like let's just do anything like sometimes you gotta do it alone though that's why that shit play out the way you do yeah you gotta take you gotta go down, down that road alone and then hopefully down the line you can open the doors for people but i i didn't realize like bro i gotta do this shit by myself now because y'all ain't want to come when y'all thought we wasn't getting in you doubted the shit like but it's a lot easier to say follow me than like let's go together like if if you get something going on your own you get started all of a sudden it becomes way easier to talk people into like yo oh, yeah. like let's do this shit like yeah. we can you see it it's happening like but then i tell them what it took and then they'll be yeah. like and I'll be like, okay, maybe I didn't, I didn't, I thought you wanted this shit. I don't know. Like, yeah, I'm, that's, that's like, I'm thousands of dollars and hours in the hole in this you know career right now. Like, <laughs> yeah. it, <laughs> in the negative for sure. Yeah. I will say, and I, I talk about this a lot. Our generation was very much pushed the entrepreneurial life. Like that's kind of our whole thing, but like they didn't tell it's the thing I always say, they like didn't tell us. Yeah, they always tell us, like it's, I always talk about, like how our parents they got sold the idea go to college. They never told you, and then what? But they just said right. go to college and, and then, then get a good job. And then now you know what? So now our generation, they were like own your own business, and then but like <laughs> and then what? And never ever take a break. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah, you yeah. you know my dad and like what he does. He ran. He started a coin exchange, like a currency. People would literally send him coins in the mail, like from other countries. And he would like he had a vending machine client in Canada, who would like send him all these uh, like American quarters and shit. Or he'd get Canadian quarters from American vendors and like literally just drive that shit to Canada and repatriate it. But he was in the basement in the garage, literally just like sorting coins all day anytime you came over to the house he was in the garage just like doing coins as well but i yeah and i'm like i realized like i'm really blessed to have watched that because i'm like he did he was like i'm gonna own my own business i'm gonna do this shit and i watched him work every single fucking day and because there's no other way to get there but that's why i'd be trying to tough it out like everybody always say to me like oh just get a job get a job and i'm not against getting a job like if i feel like if you really need to get a job you need to get a job but if you just going through a like a drought or a rough patch and you think you could tough it out, why not? Like there are benefits to me to like being unemployed. You got your time. You might not be the most financially free, but depending on how you work in your move, like we live in Atlanta, like you could do damn near anything and make some money here. It's just about finding the shit for real. So And I see like when I'm trying to avoid shit, I'll I'll sink myself into whatever it is that I'm working on. And if you had a job and like, it would be so easy to just be like, oh, fuck whatever's happening in my life. I'm just going to focus really hard on work. Like, and that takes all your attention. Man, what? I definitely get like that. I like mentally, it drains the shit out of me, bro. And so I'd rather like whatever I'm going to like distract myself with, I'd like it to be something like this. You know what I'm saying? Cause this already takes a lot too. Yeah. This takes a lot, bro. Like, especially to keep doing it. And then the nine to five thing I've noticed is it's, it's real easy to get caught in the hamster wheel. You take a week. Easy. You take a week to be like, oh, I'm just gonna take a week to focus on just just work, and then it's a month later, and then you're like, Fuck. damn, yeah, because <laughs> yeah, you end up. That's one. I'm I'm real big. I like to try to every day just get something done. Like it doesn't yeah. matter if I, but if I get one thing done today, like yeah. cool, it was a good day. Because I know one day, bro, this shit is gonna pay off. Even though we do hella shit for free, we spend hella time on this shit, like. We chose so one day this shit is gonna go somewhere because we said it was. We sat down, we put the time and energy into it. Like, you put time and energy into some shit, it's not just gonna vanish in the thin air. You know what I'm saying? Like, shit always gotta go somewhere. And and that's like, if the thing that you're working on falls apart, the skills that you learned, the connections that you made, all of that shit still exists after whatever it is that you made those connections for is gone. Like, if you have another idea, 
now you have all these people it's like hey i'm here with another idea i think this right. one's gonna be better like yeah. uh where if you're not doing that wait, where do you go yeah, <laughs> where yeah. do you go and that job shit man i'm i'm doing everything i can to avoid making that happen because because <laughs> i realized just how my personality is my like my one thing a day will become oh i went to work that was my one thing today i had a no, i had a productive day and i'm gonna come home and just go to sleep and and then tomorrow my one thing will be work again and five days and then saturday and sunday my one thing will be like i need to relax yeah laundry <laughs> and yeah. see i'm weird bro like when i be in work mode bro like whether it's like just when i'm in general grind mode i go so hard bro i don't even be caring about sleep like people had to start telling me like Bro, you need to stop like not going to sleep because I would dead just be up so much like from let's say I work a job right I'll fuck around stay up all night and record or I'll do that anyway like stay up all night record might have a session with some niggas shit might last till 5 6 a.m. I don't want to be in a session at night if I'm not getting some shit done for real so that's why I left at 5 6 in the morning you see what I'm saying but if I gotta be somewhere at fucking nine I'm probably gonna be late. I'm I'm not even type of the nigga that can like easily wake myself up. Like, not at this point in my life, just because I didn't probably skipped out on sleep so much. I feel like now I'm like in a resting period where I'm trying to recharge as much as I can. Because when I get back in a state of mind to where like I don't give a fuck about sleep, I'm gonna just be trying to fill up my schedule so much. So I'm just right now I'm I'm also like okay shit calm. So let me just enjoy this shit. Like work moderately, not fucking like burn myself out and shit. But I'm still, like you said, get something done every day, hmm. little by little. I always say, yeah, I, it's funny you say, because I've always been someone, and I've always kind of felt bad for it. And it's kind of weird how the grind culture gets you like that. But I've always valued my sleep. Like, I've always, if there's one thing I'm going to do, it's go to sleep. And if I <laughs> if I went to sleep at 4, I'm getting up at 11. Like, I'm not, I'm not yeah. doing that. Go to bed at 4, get up at 8. I need my 8 hours, yeah. bro. At yeah. least Now, six, I like, need... Six, I be waking up feeling like fuck. I'm still tired. Like <laughs> literally, I don't know if I if it's just because I just started getting back high or something, bro. But like, I think when I was sober, I wasn't even like I would still be tired as hell when I wake up. Mm. Have to take a nap. Do you get nauseous when you like have to wake up really early? Like if I have to wake up at mm-hmm. five a.m. Like the first thirty minutes, I'm just like I literally can't even be in this universe right now. Like my body is just like no. Yeah, this dude be hung over when he wake up. It's fucking <laughs> awful. No, that's that's the worst, bro. That's the worst. I See, I've lie. always and I and I don't know where I get this, but I've always been, and I guess maybe because I've always prioritized my sleep, I've always been the person. Whatever the time is, I need to get up. I'll just I'll just get up. Like I'll yeah, just, some people are really built like that. Yeah. Will still mm-hmm. like hang out and shit, knowing they got some shit to do in yeah. the morning. I set I four alarms this morning to wake up at 11 a.m. and I got up late. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I never. I see. Then that was always foreign to me. People be like, "I got like 12 alarms set." I'd be like, "Fuck!" I set because I set them like half an hour apart. Because the people, my girlfriend, sets them like five minutes apart. Uh, that fucking worse. No, I, be trying, I be trying to do that. Uh, be sleeping right through them bitches. And it's like I'm because I wake up every time and she like hits them and it'll just roll. <laughs> So like I like 30 minutes Because I'll wake up This is my trial run Of being awake And I know I've got 30 minutes Before the next one Goes off Like I'll do If I need to wake up At 11 Starting at 9 I'll be like 9 9.30 I kind of do that I do I do ease into the wake up Sometimes Like if I gotta be up At 7 I may sleep And have an alarm Go off at like Five you Just ever, so I can wake up And go back to sleep And then get up At like 6.30 You ever try to like Cold start a lawnmower <laughs> Like just rip it on the yeah. first Never works Like and it's the same way nah. With waking up Yeah nah <laughs> for real Unless I don't know Sometimes it be weird Sometimes Like when I'm in the studio bro On God It don't matter how tired I am When somebody wakes me up Like when I'm supposed to record And I'm just like Alright y'all I'm be in the back Like taking a nap I'm tired When I get woken up It's like I just had a full night's rest Like my naps be so essential mm. And I guess cause my sleep schedule Be so fucked up I value naps throughout the day Whether they got down 30 minutes Some people say like 15 Fuck that I need at least 45 For real for real yeah. hour is really cool An hour and a half is heavy Yeah good 90 minute nap That's Mm-mm. It's the spot <laughs> Cause I can't nap Because waking up Is the worst part And I'm only gonna do that once today See, Like this, it, <laughs> That ugh. I hate Nap wake up is different 
Cause that's the thing is like I know if I take a nap That's the end of my day Like I might wake up <laughs> I might wake up But there's nothing That's gonna happen Productive after yeah. a nap Like This is very it. insightful Information I'm learning here Uh So Trill Tell me the first Tell me the story Of the first time You started showing your music To people Hmm Okay so the very Very first thing I can remember Is Back in elementary school I say there are like two instances. I had made this one song called I Gotta Say. I made it with my cousins. I had produced a beat. And um, yeah, we recorded that shit on GarageBand. They came to my dad's house. Goddamn. I was fucking with that shit. So I, I think I was like showing as many people as I could. Who like, I might have burnt out DVDs and like gave them away or like, not even a whole lot, just like two maybe. Let one, one person have one. I know one person had one and I didn't know they had it. They said I like dropped it somewhere or something, but they took it home and listened to it. They was fucking with it, like a classmate type shit. Um, and then this other dude, like people used to join me because in elementary school, I always knew I wanted to be a rapper, even though I wanted to be other shit. Rapper was always on the list of shit. So when I tell people a rapper, just get lame. Like it was like that. I don't think it ever stopped being like that. It just slowed down. Probably when I got around I got, more artists, probably. Out of high school, yeah, yeah, like in, in spaces more where I'm respected as an artist, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's way different than being around classmates that don't know you. And when you say you fucking make music, they just gonna be like, "Oh, this nigga shit probably ass." Or if you don't sound like the nigga that's popping at this time, they gonna be like, they, "They just gonna dub your shit." Like, and people still do shit like that. But like I said, like being around more artist spaces, certain shit is recognized differently now. But mm. back then. As soon as they used to try me and I used to rap, they used to always take that shit back. Unless unless it was in um, this one phase where I was like a preteen where I was sending people my SoundCloud links on Kick and Snapchat. Like, sending everybody in my con. I used to have a lot of contacts sending everybody that shit. See who opened it, double back, be like, hey, you listen to it, blah, blah, blah. Like, I used to run my views up like that. And, um, yeah, some people would hate in, in the comments and shit, but it didn't stop me sending more music. So the next time some music come out, you don't know if you're gonna like it or not. Some niggas be like, I ain't gonna lie, that last song I thought was trash, but this is pretty not uh, pretty nice, pretty decent. Like mm. they might fuck around and give a backhanded compliment, but they like they That's gonna see. Thing. I fucking hate the word actually. Like this shit was <laughs> actually shit pretty crazy. nice. Like that shit be crazy because it's like, bro, don't come with no why expectations. Why are you doubting me? Yeah, yeah, like don't come with no expectations. Just fucking listen. Yeah. I was expecting this to be trash, but it was actually pretty good. Fuck you. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, I like winning people over, so that's always part of my thing. Uh, but I hate that shit. I ain't gonna lie. I mean, I don't live to win people over, but I love pro- I got I love proving people wrong. That's the better way to put it. That's fair. Yeah. I don't yeah. think I've done that yet. I don't think I know that feeling too tough. Really? Yeah, I don't know. I don't think so. I not yet. Think you probably haven't faced it, but I guarantee you, you've proved some people wrong. Oh yeah, probably. Some people probably like, oh, this nigga ain't gonna be shit. Probably or just some people school. thought you just some people probably thought you would have stopped this music thing oh, by yeah. now. Oh yeah. <laughs> but I had somebody ask me not too long ago. I seen they had working at like KFC or some shit. And I, I walked in because I was doing a DoorDash and um we chopping it up. It was like you still be you still be rapping? Cause I think I told them they gotta pop out to a show or something. She was like, Oh, you still be rapping? I was like, What? Who was the first nigga you knew to rap? Like a lot of people at that went to my schools on God, they're gonna say I was the first nigga they knew to actually be trying to take this shit serious. Like fucking Argyle, Campbell, like Smyrna shit. Like Yeah. Mm. It's never stopped. I like that. I, I love that that story of like, you know what? Like just in spite of it all, I'ma yeah. still go hard. And they've seen all they've seen a lot of this shit. They've seen some high moments. They've some of them been a part of the low moments because they might have fucked around and hated and caused them. You know what I'm saying? Like at, at times where I felt like all my shit was just getting hated on, I was just like, it, it wasn't really doing that much to me for real. But it would make me be like, man, I gotta make music that other people want to hear because I always made music for myself and just like I didn't care how weird it was. If I could put my headphones on, get high and vibe with, it, I'm like, yeah, I fuck with this. But. It made me want to be like, damn, I want to start making like more catchier shit, more uh, more shit with replay value to the mainstream, you know what I'm saying? Possibly. Mm-hmm. And yeah. But now I'm, I feel like I just found a cool balance. And something you said before we started recording, that like you listen to a lot of your own music. 
Mm-hmm. And I found that was the same. Like when I started making music, like seriously pursuing it, I stopped listening to a lot of other people because my goal was to make things that I wanted to listen to. And now they exist. And like, I want to sit here and kind of like mull it over and, or just be like, damn, you're kind of cool. Like, yeah. Uh, yeah, man. I don't know. Music is crazy. And like having to find that balance between like, are you making for yourself? Are you making it for other people? Yeah. And I feel like sometimes I drift too much in making it for other people and I always have to reel it back in. I find I'm yeah. not having fun anymore. And that's mm-hmm. almost always the reason It's like I'm trying to make a specific type of song. It's hard to make it for yourself because people gonna always like critique when you don't want them to. Mm-hmm. Or like even if you do ask for critique, they might give you some shit that's not a real critique. Mm-hmm. They just said some light ass shit that is not really an explanation of their thought process. They might just be like, oh, well, I felt like. I don't know. I, f- I felt like the song could be better. Like, yeah, thanks. Like what do you mean yeah. the song could be better? Like, was it how I said the bars? Was it the actual lyrics? Was it the the beat? You know what I'm saying? Like, say something that's like, okay, you have an actual opinion on something. But then I realized at the same time I was sending music out. Like, I was fishing for a reaction. Yeah. Almost. Like, that's what I was. That's what we thought about for uh, low key. And that's what I was making the music for. I was like, I was making it so I could, like, so I could see the three text double, like, the three, the three fucking dots pop mm-hmm. up on the, on the iMessage. Like, oh, somebody's listening to this. Like, I can't wait to hear what they have to say. Yeah. And then as soon as I'd send it out, I'd be done with the project. I'd be like, oh, somebody's heard it. All right. And I'm like, I'm on to the next one. Mm hmm. Had to, had to stop doing that because I wasn't like mm-hmm. I wasn't actually finishing projects. Like I got yeah. my little dopamine release from somebody listening to it, and then I get bored with it. When you say projects, do you mean songs or actual projects? Whatever. Yeah. Like right now, I'm I'm like ninety percent done on my like first album album, That's and hard. Uh, so that shit's gonna be cool. That was fun. Now what? Out by the time you're hearing this episode, it'll be out. Um, and but yeah, I mean like just mixtapes, sing like. Or just like little like EDM like house tracks or whatever. I'd be like, hey, yeah. listen to this, and and then as soon as somebody would hear it, I'd be like, okay, I'm done with this one. Mm-hmm. On to the next. Type shit. Yeah, I, I'm at a point now, bro. I felt like growing up, I was real isolated, so like music was always extra like personal and intimate for me. Like anybody I listen to, I'm like heavily influenced. Like it don't matter if I had a summer listening to them. Like I would credit them as an influence if I can remember. You know what I'm saying? But it's just so many people that's inspired me on this journey, whether it be like it started out musically and then my influences started changing when I started actually meeting niggas. Like when I went out my way to shake hands and be like, hey, this is me like that. I was also able to like how I explain this through that. I was able to study the other side of being an artist that's not just the music. Cause we look so much at the music But don't know what it take To actually be like A superstar artist Or a likable artist Or whatever So just meeting people For me It made me be like Okay I wanna be I wanna give people This feeling Or I wanna be more like This Then I meet some niggas I'd be like This nigga was a fucking asshole Like I never wanna I never want anybody Or I ain't gonna say I never want anybody To perceive me like that But I don't want people Who are trying to support me In my face To feel like I'm shitting on them Or like Don't value them Cause at the end of the day, I value, I have to value everybody that fuck with my shit because I wouldn't be where I'm at without them. So, and as I see a lot of people shoot themselves in the foot with that, that they they'll have like twenty or thirty monthly listeners, and all of their tweets and posts are about like, oh, I'm so slept on, like I nobody nobody's fucking with me, and all. I get it, like, but it's like and shit, so, bro. Why should they? Yeah, because like, like get this, them a reason. And this is why this is how you talk about the people that do. Like you got thirty people listening to you, and you're like, oh, exactly. nobody fucks with me. Like all these people, like you're calling all the people that are like taking time to support you, not enough, right? But then these few people might have ran your shit so many times. They might look at you and your music in a way that you wouldn't even fathom. Like, yeah. And I always tell a lot of my artist friends that, you know, sometimes support doesn't always look like a stream or a yeah. repost. Like sometimes it's it's things you don't see. It's you don't see when people play your song for somebody else or like any yeah. of that. Anything that doesn't happen like with a notification on social media, that still happens. Like, but you just don't see it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But that's that's the that's, that's the that's, that's the, the journey game. of it. Yeah, that's, that's the game. That's the game. That's the game. So Trill, one one of the last things I wanted to ask you. So you know, we talked a lot about you know 
you know your inspirations and and you know you wanting to inspire other people like how you were inspired by it but I'm interested, you know, in this, in all of these pursuits that I see, because you, you go hard. I'm, I'm not taking. Appreciate I want, that. I want that to be exemplified. You go hard. So, but I want to know, what do you want to get out of all of this? Like I said, I know you said you want to inspire other people, but mm-hmm. what do you want to take out of this music journey for you? I want to change how people view this shit, like how people view certain um, aspects of life. Like I just want to challenge perspectives. Um, Get people to listen to shit with a different ear, view shit with a different eye. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Because the the way I think at this point in time, we all feel like we know so much, but we we may not know how much little we really know. So we might close ourselves off to like knowledge unknowingly, or like the experience, which to me is the best teacher. So just being open and shit to what life has to offer and shit. I'm going to turn the heat up a little bit on you because I agree with that. That's a good answer. But I would still say that's something you want other people to take out of it. I want to know, like, at the end of this musical journey, let's just say 50 years from now, whatever, mm-hmm. what do you hope to be able to say is what what is a part of Trill that you gained out of this music industry? Whether it be like, I want to be... What's a good way of saying it? You want to learn a little bit more about yourself sometimes. Sometimes people want to gain more knowledge of self out of this music thing. Some people want to learn more about... Some people just want to be financially stable. Some people just want the money. Some people just want the validation. So I guess out of any of those things, or if you kind of think about that, what do you say you will want to gain out of this music? Where is fulfillment for you? There you go. That's a good way of saying it. Okay. I just thought of a perfect scenario. This might get dark for a second. Oh, no. We love that. <laughs> so, if there's a kid that grew up similar to me, household issues, didn't feel um, at home when he was at home, he or she, whatever. If there was a kid like that, that eventually got in the streets or got into drugs and it's just hard to get out of the lifestyle that they in and they don't see the hope, I want them to turn me on. And be able to literally look at me, look and hear about what I'm talking about. Because in a lot of my shit, in pretty much every song, I talk about like not the same thing, but my life experiences, which have evolved in in my later years of life, um, have evolved around drugs and conflict and like being depressed and just trying to face certain feelings and move past shit while also trying to juggle a career and not give up on life. You know what I'm saying? So like. That kid that just feel like they want to give up on life. I want to be the living example or a dead example. Like, God forbid, anytime soon. But I want to be the example that if you do this shit wholeheartedly, regardless of how these folks make this shit look, it's not sweet. Even when it's going all wrong all the time, I want to be the testament that you can still make this shit work however you want to improve people wrong, whether it be your parents Everybody who said like You're not really gonna Do this like this Like Shit I'm working to prove people wrong Goddamn Like we was talking about that earlier But Now I think about it I guess I do I'm striving for that feeling Like Mm. I don't feel like I've got it yet But I'm striving for that feeling Cause when I get it I don't even think I'm gonna really like Brag or boast about it Because it's like I'm gonna just look at people With a certain look Because you knew Like I feel like you knew But you halfway doubted this shit 50% doubted this shit the other 50 It's like Yeah you, you believe But People who I consider my supporters They really go out their way To support me Like To the point where I can't question it So I feel like shit Even if it don't look like How I want it to look If I can question it I ain't saying keep it But I don't know what I'm saying from that I still value the shit But goddamn, like I don't know I just want that kid to be like Bruh All these folks are wrong I'ma do this shit and I'm going to do it well I feel that Because I'm going to do this shit And I'm going to do it well And if I make mistakes Learn off my mistakes If people see me like Ask me for advice I'll give people whatever I have to offer Knowledge wise Like that shit is nothing to me I love it I love it Well We've made it here to the end uh, Trilly We were going to book in this So like we started with the freestyle 
Yeah. Now we, we, we've done that part So now we get to the other one So this is where we can We can run it back again So But I'm gonna need a little bit of help From you on this one Okay So but Now wait Do we wanna do Do we wanna do this game Or do we wanna do like The ping pong shit It's all part of it Okay So what we're gonna do Now uh, I want you to give us Three words Or topics mm-hmm. That you feel like Best describe This conversation That we've had here today Okay And then from those words we're going to do a little freestyle here and we're going to kind of keep the vibe going. We'll try to keep it around. If any of you longtime listeners out here are familiar with a segment we have called Crazy Eights, uh, it's going to be kind of similar to that. We're just going to come around, you know, just spit the bars that come to you and then, you know, just pass it along. And we're just going to try to keep keep the vibes going for as long as we can. Okay. So what three words do you think you come up with that best uh, describe what we got going on here? Hmm. I'm gonna say ATL. Okay. Atlanta. Mm-hmm. Um I'm gonna say keys, cause you are the key to your own success, trail lifestyle. Okay, okay. And the last one, let's say relationships. Relationships. Okay. Atlanta keys relationships. Like go with that. Okay. Any any beat. Tight beat, anything like that you got in mind? A tight beat? Uh, shit, bro. Type in the goddamn BK the ruler. Okay. X, not so thugging, tight beat. Let's see what pops up. All right, give me just a sec. The uh, yeah. We're not recording over on this end. On the logic, on the logic side of things. Yep. So let me just. Let it me happens. Go. The board's still recording, so we're good. It was the hard drive. This is a new one. Uh, yeah. the, the hard drive disconnected. Um, Damn. Yeah. So, but these are technical difficulties. I just told you. That's who I think I am. (laughs) Just fill the dead air. Skip, skip, Bayless. Skip, Bayless. Whoa, whoa, skip, 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 but skip, 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 skip. skip. You know, we got a little bit of everything. A little bit of everything for all the things you heard. Oh, we look what that money make a bitch do. You need to add a trail on that bitch. I'm not fucking. I'm not fucking leaving. Oh, <laughs> I the forgot that? that was. No, we got to talk about that. that, that. Internet, it was an internet meme for a while. You know the then, guy. He he would always be like a like the vice principal at a school. He was always like jiggling his keys and. Uh, Hell no. We'll show it to you when the camera stop rolling. Okay. But for those you know, you if you know, you know. What are you? We good over there? I still gotta. Now, now it's like okay. I'm what Okay, I think I think we're in now. Uh, or try try got down BK the ruler bear one boss type B. Let's see what pop up. I think bear got type B's now. Okay, let me see. We're recording again. Nice. You the man. You the man. Yes, sir. <laughs> you are the man. Yeah. <laughs> Shout out Conor McGregor. Okay, so you said BK. BK the ruler bear one boss type B. This is uh, it's a little out of my wheelhouse, so I'm interested uh, to. I'm trying to see if there's any that are longer than like a minute fifty. <laughs> that's on brand. <laughs> oh God! Yeah, there's one that's like three and a half minutes. Oh God! I hope it's not trash. Let's see. <laughs> Fingers crossed. Oh, this isn't it. By the way, if something starts playing. Oh, gotta love that ad. Oh, where did it go? Okay. Jeez, this this has gone smoother in the past. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh. Oh, okay. Yeah, Ooh. yeah. What's the name of it? Oh wait, yeah. no wait. We going off the keywords. Never mind. Yeah, yeah but me. it's called yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. Atlanta relationships and, and keys. keys. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. All right. Yeah. Uh, look, look, look. You know what it's like when we touch down, like Alabama. Oh. We finna kill it when we chillin' here in Atlanta. Yeah. It's like Santa, the way we grantin' wishes. We cleanin' it up like we doin' the dishes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, now yeah, what we yeah, doin'? Yeah. I'm passing it around. Who want the influence? Major key alert, call me DJ Khaled. Hey. I'm with the boys, and you know that was valid. Uh. In the car, I hand it to the valley. Hey. And then I go and hit it to my boy with a mallet. Hey. With the mallet. Uh. 
Uh, standing outside, I'm a block kid. Huh. Hey. Yeah, they ain't wanna test me cause I got the keys. Huh. Hey. Huh. And the nigga tried to close that door on me. Huh. Hey. I'm unlocking. Huh. Hey. I'm unlocking all the doors. This is how it is when I get in that mode. Uh, you really know how we be. We be the big stars, the M. VP. Hey, yeah. it's a relationship. I call that shit a family. Yeah. I'm here with the boys with my family tree. Uh-huh. We're branching out. We're flowing just like the breeze. Hey. You can look at me and look at you. I don't want to be. Hey. <laughs> don't want to be. Uh, your bitch won't relation. She just suck my seed. Uh, hey. She just suck my seed. Uh. I can't have a family. Nope. <laughs> but I still put it in a tummy. Hey, yeah, hey, yeah. in a tummy. Like she feeling sick in other words i'm about to give you girl so go and fill it in like i did the blank they know i'm at the top i beat the top rank when you plan ahead you know you're prepared shout out to hank i'm driving here and i'm going to the bank i run it back and i'm skating like a rank and then i go and get it some more that stank stank I can't eat a flat, uh, uh, need a drum, so need chicken ooh. wings in Atlanta, uh, uh, and a bit, want to go on a date, put down her panties, mm, in a fast car, huh, got mm, that engine rambling, uh, engine rumbling, know you smell it, they know I cook it up, I'm chilling at American Deli, Deli. uh, hey. Yeah, yeah. I'm gassed up at the station yeah. Got your girl, know I'm about to make relations mm, Engine running, I got a tummy rumbling Ooh, uh. Damn the coach, so they call me Mike Sumlin hey, hey. Had to go with the boys, we're at Fort Sumter uh, uh. I had to go, I'll pass it like the punter uh, uh. Pass it like the punter mm. huh. hey. uh, Smoking all the runs, yeah. Hey. yeah Yeah, and I'm with my neck, guys hey. Yeah, we can go another one. We can go another one. Here we go. Same beat, different beat. Different beat. Different beat. Let's go different beat. Different beat. What else we got? I was hoping for a harder one. All right, take out. Uh, do goddamn. Damn, who be having hard beats, bro? (laughs) I be getting sent these packs all the time. I don't even know who rap anymore. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Type in. Okay, I got you. Type in. Do op Kane. Okay. X. Slime Cito type beat. I just want to see it pop up. <laughs> I just, I just, I want something with hard bass. Okay, let's. Okay, here we go. Mm, okay. Starting somewhere. Bro, bro. Okay, bro. let's see where bro. they take What's me. What's the name of this? Volt. <laughs> Uh, uh, keep it in the vault, keep it in my pants, yeah, yeah. Any wanna see the Glocky gonna dance, yeah, yeah. And I got relationships for days, yeah, yeah. And I might <laughs> go across the country. Hey, across the country like I'm going overseas. They see, see I'm getting this money cause I'm over them seas. No, see. no doubt I'm playing, this is not no joke. Uh, I just leave them hanging for more like I got a rope. Hey. Got a rope, so I'm hanging with the fucking boys, and you know that we're banging. Had to go and get the fucking present, Santa Claus. Oh shit, you know I'm in them draws. Hey, no, I'm in them draws. I Uh. clap like round of applause. Yeah, she wanna get on my dick. Hey, like a bunny, tell the bitch hop. Yeah. Yeah, it's 420, no, a nigga gotta get high huh. yep. Yeah, I told you to keep your sex, only if you try huh. Hey, 420, if I'm just being blunt All my blunt. niggas kicking shit like they bout to go and punt blunt, No, I blunt. know you smell the gas like I'm rolling up the skunk, skunk I'm about to pop it on these boys like I opened the trunk Hey, open up the trunk, chop oh, it huh. out, now we're going yep. Open up the trunk and I get my fucking bow and I'm the yeah. plane, I'm the same, uh. yeah, I'm going off the the top I'm yeah. off the brain and I run it back I pass it to my yeah. main yeah. yeah off the top huh huh got the key huh, hey. huh. if we lock then then you roll with me huh, yeah. huh. if we not bitch we ain't family huh. hey. yeah I don't want no relations in my canopy nah huh. hey I don't need it in my canopy 
come to Atlanta, know that I can serve them keys. Open them doors like I'm serving them packs. I just gotta get back like I'm right on the track. Writing on the track. Yeah. Where's my notebook? Where? Hey, shit. It's in my rope book. It's uh. on the fucking Roku. I'm watching fucking Tubi. Yeah. yeah. Took your girl to my crib. You know we made a movie. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, we made a movie. Put it on the screen. Yeah. Uh. They say I'm dope like Coke. Bitch, I got them keys. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Niggas know what to say. <laughs> Fuck with me. Yeah. yeah. Uh. Uh. It. True. There you have it. Oh, could you could y'all tell I was feeling that last one more than all the other ones? <laughs> I was catching the flow on that shit. I was fucking with that. You know, sometimes you just gotta you just gotta find your footing. Sometimes I ain't gonna cap with freestyling, bro. I need like fast, like faster type beats so I can like do like this. Ah. I don't know. It just like get my brain going when I have to sit like this and mm-hmm. like think of bars. Like that shit, I think too slow, bro. I feel it. That's yeah. I, and I'm the opposite. I like the beats with like a little more space, so I can kind of like plan Bro, out. I got to be in a zone for that. Like I got to be in a real zone for that shit. I could do it though. I'm a little this, little that. You know, it really don't, really don't matter. We can adapt. Me. You know, what yeah, I'm saying? I, you know what I'm saying. But that is what it is. Well, Trill, like I said, man, thank you so much for coming by here and chopping it up with us. No Had a really good time, man. Really insightful conversation here. Uh, this shit, I guess the only last thing I have left for you here, uh, we're, we're looking at a midsummer release date. So somewhere June-ish. Uh, let the people know what you got coming up in the upcoming future, where they can find Trill, where they can find your work, your music, mm-hmm. and all that good stuff. Okay, so you can stream me on platforms at Trilly with exclamation point. I be releasing on SoundCloud the most. Please fuck with my SoundCloud. Trilly with exclamation point. I'm on Spotify. I'm on all plats and shit. Um, on Twitter and Instagram, going up Trill with one G at the front. So G O I N U P T R I L L because I'm going up Trill, and that's my shit, bro. Um, yeah, my other Instagram is C Trill S E E T R I L L. You know what I'm saying? That's where I just basically just spam posts, but I don't really spam because. I don't be on the, the socials. I'm, I'm working right now. I'm in a tr- in a real transitional period, so I don't have nothing set in stone. But just know I've been working. I have hella projects in the vault. Like it's just I don't know. I guess it's just time. But shit is coming. Music videos coming. Shooting a music video tomorrow. I got one shot almost edited that I did myself. And yeah, I'm just continuing to make my own motion, man. You are the key to your own success. True. It's funny when people start spelling, my eyes just glaze over. Uh, <laughs> like every time our guests get to this point and they start spelling out their Instagram, I'm like trying to follow along. And <laughs> all right, <laughs> so you know what time it is in the description of the video, in the description of the podcast. There's a link with every single beat that you heard today. All this shit's off YouTube. A lot of these people had less than ten subscribers. Go run that shit up. You got friends that make music. You got friends that make art. Go support that shit. Speaking of. By the time you're hearing this, I'm going to have an album out. That was fun. Now what? All platforms. Um, Shit. Other than that, I think I'm good. Tyrone, take us home. All wait, right. Wait, wait, wait. Let me shout out some folks. Oh, quick. yeah. Do your thing. Long live Raven. Long live Earl, man. Goddamn. Who else do I need to shout out, bro? It's definitely long live Naj Murph. You know what I'm saying? Shout out Greatest Competition. Shout out Trill Lifestyle. Shout out my Anonymous. Goddamn. Shout out. Shout out everybody. Shout out everybody in the underground doing their thing, bro. Shout out my niggas. Um, yeah, and I dropped a project on SoundCloud in December. It's called Sir Trillium. Not done. Don't know what's to come. Pretty self-explanatory. I'm not finished, but kind of still trying to find my way in this shit. So go stream that. And the last shit I dropped on all plats was the Evil Do-Gooder, the EP. Go stream that It's three tracks You know what I'm saying If you like uh, Grungy Rap rock You know You might You might fuck with that shit You might not Listen to it with an open ear You know what I'm saying Hit my DMs Talk to me True Alright ladies and gentlemen Well that is gonna do it For this episode Of the Mixed Table Once again I wanna thank Joe For doing what he does Over there on the ones and twos And of course I wanna thank our guest Trilly for coming through And going up with us True See, see what I did there Now yeah. Once again, and also I can't forget you guys. Thank you guys for watching, listening. However you could be here today, we're just happy you could join us. So tune in next time where I'm going to have somebody sitting in Trilly's seat and we're going to be mixing it up. And fuck all you bitch niggas. Y'all niggas ain't going to last in this shit. Y'all kill yourselves out, man. Kill my uncle about it. (laughs) 